Right, you can get started. Intro is all yours, my friend. It's all yours. very special edition of the Film Compadres podcast with myself, Matthew Poole, Sermon Esquire, the third. Um, national insurance number, <laughs> blah, 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 and my co-host, Ariel Sevilla Frantica, that's it, the third, that's it, just Ariel Sevilla Frantica, de la, de la Vega. Vega, dos Santos de Silva, <laughs> how are you? I'm all right, you man, I'm very good because today is Christmas day. I'd like to wish, I'd like us to wish all of you listeners a, a very Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas wherever you are. Thank you for your delayed input. It wasn't delayed. I think it was at the same time, wasn't it? No, it was barely. It was hardly at the same time. The magic of edit, you know, the magic of yeah, edit. Yeah, exactly. You can exactly. actually go that, <laughs> you can go that way. Would you like to run us through today's episode? briefly yeah in today's episode we're going to be reviewing home, home alone. alone which you already probably already knew it because that's in the name somewhere it's probably the quintessential one of the quintessential christmas movies uh yep and you know it's a quintessential john hughes movie even though it's not directed by john hughes it's not really you know, yeah it, but he wrote it so it it, 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 encap- it encapsulates everything that i love about john hughes and christmas what else do you love about, about john hughes the whole the whole look you have no idea yeah no, <laughs> you, have no idea. you know what when i think of john hughes i think of those circular uh, circular glasses from the 80s okay? Uh, okay and all the all the i don't know how to describe it maybe like the 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 the, the, the fashion the fashionable nerd kind of look that you would you would see from i don't know uh oh what's his face matthew matthew broderick, broderick. Yeah. you mean you, you mean ferris bueller matthew broderick I mean Ferris Bueller, but yeah, I was yeah. referring to Matthew Broderick because he, Ferris Bueller, I don't remember wearing those glasses, but I remember Matthew Broderick. We're going on a tangent here. I mean, speaking of tangents. <laughs> Get us out. Get you watch a film, a show. Dum, 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 dum. Tell us about it. Well, I guess this is as good a time as any to introduce our ongoing segment, Fast Pace Reviews, Film, film Compadre Style, with, with Quick, quick Fire Question, question round. round. For for those who don't know anything about this segment, well, allow me to, to explain. I mean, Matt, allow me to explain. Yep. Uh, we realise that there's so many TV shows and films out there that we really don't have time to, to review them all. We do have time to watch them all, I guess. So we created this segment as a way to to do a quick review, 10 second review, to try and say as much as possible within time, within that time period. And... Then it's followed by a quick fire question round. As the title suggests. Three questions or less from from the other person. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So this week I said, you know what? In the spirit of Christmas, let's just do something different. Let's just throw a little bit of a curveball to Matthew Paul Sermon Esquire the third. And well, Matthew Paul Sermon Esquire the third. That's you. Is not aware of this at all. It's okay. So let me let, can, let, me, let me tell you, you're going to like it. I'm sure you're going to like it. Instead of just doing a quick 10 second review, yeah, this week we're going to do it in the style of a Christmas movie narration. Oh, what For the? For example, think of uh, Bob Newhart in, in an elf or think of a Christmas story, the Michael Bublé version. 
<laughs> that just to give you an idea. So instead of just doing well, you put me on the spot now, haven't you? You always speak so quickly. I can never compete. So I said, you know what? This time I'm gonna try and compete. Funny thing about that is, in a state of panic, I can't really think <laughs> about any of the things that you suggested. I think about Merry because Christmas. I'm in a state of flipping panic. Should I should I go through? Should I go first because obviously you weren't prepared? Well, I guess that would help somewhat in my preparation. Oh. Yeah. All right. Tell us what well, game. Okay. So I'll, I'll go first. You get an idea, and then you go from there. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> it's gonna be okay. It's Christmas. What's your Christmas spirit? My Christmas spirit is 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 not one of adventure. It's it's one of like sitting on the couch and watching things and relaxing, oh. and not having to think about something that I have to prepare apart from the turkey. Now you have now you're having a mental breakdown. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. It's, it's going to be okay. All right, let me, let, me, let me get started, all right? So, my review. So, this week I'll be reviewing uh, the Hulu show Future Man. Never heard of it. Starring Josh uh, Hutchison and produced by Seth Rogen. I hope you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready for this. <laughs> I don't know what, if I'm ready for what follows. All right. Twas a day like all others, if Josh Fuderman's Frank, playing games, being lonely, and with the occasional wank. Though things take a turn when he beats a video game that for the rest of the world had already lost its flame. Two mysterious visitors from the future arrive, putting the world in danger as they travel through time. He assembles a team to assist, completing various missions, doing whatever they can to save Earth from extraterrestrials visitors. How do you like them apples? Um, well, I can't answer that question. Um, but I have to applaud you on your preparation for this. Not because you're just going to make me look like a total flippant idiot. You're such a loser. Sore loser. Well, I do have some questions um, for you. All right, go for it. Question one. If you're looking for appraisal, why not ask our listeners? Oh, that's a good question. Question two. What's question one? Why don't you look for appraisal from our listeners instead? Thanks, friend. <laughs> Compadre, mate. Yeah. Get with the times. Not today. Question. Okay. Official question one. Uh, the name of the show is Future Man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a question. <laughs> that's a good question. I already went through it, but that's a good question. Is it in any way the sequel to Present Man? No, it's not related to Present Man in any way. Okay. Question two. Is all it takes to become Future Man? A moment of weakness with your hand and a video game. If so, could I become Future Man? I'm not suggesting that, you know, the, these are these are two. <laughs> that you're a wanker. No, question three was not a question. It was a statement. You are a wanker for suggesting this and coming at me at the last minute. You, you said it. You said it. You said it. If all it takes is video games and wanking, can I just be future man? So basically, you just want to become a wanker. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, you brought this on yourself. I did. Say, I uh -huh. said nothing. I just. I just put two and two together. Okay. Okay. Those are all my questions. Sorry. What was question three? No, it wasn't a question. It was a statement. You're a wanker. <laughs> No. Because now I have to try this out. Well, you... And I've got nothing. I've had zero preparation for this. All right. It's okay. It's okay. You can do whatever you can do. You can do your best. Right. All right. Whenever you're ready. Okay. Well, I think I should 
introduce the show as you did. You should. This is, I guess, a Christmas narration of the thick of it. But listening to your, you know, it, it kind of just sounded like a an, an old poem from, you know, centuries ago. Oh, yeah. But we it, move yeah. on. The thick of it uh, is or was a, well, it is, isn't it? It's a British BBC show written uh, by Armando Iannucci. From Veep. You can um, see I'm trying to stall, yeah, right? He's been involved in Alan, Alan Partridge. Partridge and, and he's and involved the in a new day. show called Avenue 5. And then he directed uh, that film, The Death of Stalin. Yes, he did. That was a great film. Uh, also directed, uh, I think, something, David Copperfield, Secret Life. Yes, that was the most recent like one. Yeah, I think that's yeah. on Prime, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. It's, uh, he's, he's been around for a few years now. Yeah. Very much so. Okay. Deep is a great show, by the way. They, did, did, did that buy, buy you enough time? No, because I just got into a, into what we were talking about. Go for it. Right. You can do this. I can do this. There once was a British government who couldn't... No, this is turning into a limerick now, isn't it? <laughs> I'm just... I'm just seeing... you seeing your brain at work, the gears at work. Yeah. Okay, let's try that again. Try it again. Behind the veil of our nation's parliament is a group of dastardly people that we call our government. The show's centered around a department called DOSAC where everyone, minister included, is sitting on their ass crack. You may call them buffoons, and they probably are. They are right legislation. But it won't go far. Yeah, there you got that one in. Spin, spin doctor Malcolm Tucker is simply delightful, but you don't want to be on the wrong end of him because he's very frightful. Certainly the central character of the show, he's a menace and a bully that you don't want in tow. Uh, how about that? That was good, right? That was, uh, that was very good, Matt. Well I done. really picked it up at the end. You picked it up there. All right, so ready for the questions? Question one. What would be your role if you work in at or for the Department of Social Affairs and Citizenship or DOSAC, like in the show? I would make the coffee. I'd make the coffee and the tea for everyone because that is something I know I can't screw up. And if you screw up, you're, you're, you're cannon fodder for, 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 for the rest of the day. Maybe the week. Maybe for all eternity until until they're out of, you know. Anyway, question two. Would you give me, Ariel, Sevilla, Francica, uh, Dos Santos, De Silva, whatever other names you gave me. De La, De La Vega, Vega. Sorry. A free British citizenship without having to test for it. Um, yeah. Let's see now. If you really, 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 really desperately wanted it all right thank you so which leads me to question number three 
how soon after you were elected a minister of any any sort um would you be impeached for impropriety like namely you giving me a free citizenship mm. i don't think there is a a unit of measurement for time that is small enough to describe how quick it would take me to be impeached so let me see let's say you're let's say you're elected prime minister i don't even know if you people do impeachments like you do in the u.s but let's say just for i don't know just for argument's sake let's just assume you do can you believe that i studied government and politics no i can't Um, at as level and i don't know the answer to that question (laughs) anyway so if let's say you're elected prime minister so from the moment you get sworn in Uh by the time you reach 10 downing street that's it you're already impeached and kicked out of office Mm. depends if i had malcolm tucker on my side he might get me out of it he's good at getting people out of things but he will you know he'll really let you know if you screwed up at the same time he'll really let you know (laughs) fair enough so i guess that's yeah that's good that's all i have for now i guess that's that's uh, that's us for today cool that was a solid session yeah that was a laborious um fast-paced not well i mean we have to we have to keep it fresh film review yeah well thank you very much for that wonderful surprise ariel you're welcome it was uh it was just the treat i needed good i'm glad to hear that but we must move on we must move on to our sponsor Mm -hmm. for today's review and Mm -hmm. that is Brella. Where's your energy? No, bring it back. Like, bring yeah. it back. No, it's just I I I was having I was I was thinking Maybe I'll just take that recording of you doing that and that will be the jingle that I'm coming up with. Do you what? Yeah, and that would just be you doing that. Yeah, to a beat and some like and some Bells just going off in the background. Ariel, Ariel, can you do an impression of Ma? Ada, adu, ada, 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 adu, ada, ada. And Matt, <laughs> can you, um, can you, can you give me that, uh, can you, can you play that, that, that jingle that <laughs> Ariel made, uh, that failed to get to Christmas, that ma- failed to make Christmas number well, one? Yeah, the Christmas song for the. It's like it's like it's like scatting having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) This is scat stroke. Your new Christmas blues jazz song. Scroke. Why don't you tell us who who's sponsoring this episode? Please just tell us who's sponsoring us. I'm sorry. Brella Umbrella. Even if it's a holiday to forget this year, don't make it a wet one with Brella Umbrella, the world's first umbrella for shoes that gyrate to keep the rain away and your feet warm and dry. This dual function allows for the most delicate of fabrics like suede or even yarn to be braved in winter's adverse conditions. They say your shoes take you places, but what takes your shoes places? Brella umbrella, that's what. They don't literally do that. You you have to walk. Simply attach them to your ankles and slip on your finest loafers, heels or rare sneakers. 
reassured that Brella Umbrella will serve the only way it knows how to, and that's to kick the rain's ass. Actually, no, that does require your legs. So ask Santa for Brella Umbrella next year, because obviously it's too late now. Brella Umbrella is not a substitute for a real umbrella, and batteries are sold separately. Batteries are so, uh, proudly sold separately. What? Yeah. No. Batteries sold separately. Thank you, Brella Umbrella. Ariel, what did you think of this film? I think I already said what I think of this film, and it's it's uh, it is the quintessential Christmas film. It is uh, the quintessential. Christmas I think I pretty film. much I watch this film at least once a year, either in the lead up to Christmas or um, or actually on Christmas, um, and mm-hmm. I love it. I love it every time. I I still 
I still laugh, literally laugh out loud with the slapstick comedy and things that I know they're happening and I know they're coming. It's just, it's just um, pure magic, like isn't the, it? Like the blowtorch to the head, like the them them just slipping because of the 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 water, the the frozen water on the steps. All these little things that I again I've seen them at least twenty five times and I'm still laughing out loud every single time. Yeah. Um, with my personal favorite is the second time that he puts the lotion on his face yeah uh, it's 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 gold it's, it's bloody gold. good it's is what it is gold. yeah and i was just thinking you know people have their go-to christmas film be it elf be it um <laughs> that, that's it miracle you one can't think, you can't think <laughs> of any other film be it elf be it die hard be it jingle all the way be it the santa claus Right, I'm just reeling. I thought I thought Die Hard got, I thought Die Hard got, um, got voted non not a Christmas movie. What this year or well next year it will be. No, I think yeah last last year I think. Yeah, it was. well, believe me, this this that's a, a discussion for another day, right? Ooh, Santa Claus! I haven't seen Santa Claus in anyway, a long time. My point is, yeah. What is your point? For me, Homer Home Alone is the essential christmas film it is it's it's a masterpiece in its own right and i don't know what it is maybe it's just everything coming together to form this mayhem this chaos and it's just done in such a uh, fun and good-hearted nature and it's just yeah it's perfect it's a family film right but it is very in you know it's very adult as well it's good for all ages but it is you know there are things that are reserved uh for those with a wicked sense of humor is there anything um is there anything new that you picked up i know you've seen it so many times is there anything new that you had noticed before yes um i watched this film most recently um in 4k i was lucky enough to, to watch it in 4k and i hadn't noticed beforehand that Kevin's ticket get, gets thrown away in the pizza scene at the start of the film. I certainly wouldn't have picked it up in the VHS copy. Probably wouldn't have picked it up in the DVD copy. I think I had it on Blu-ray and I didn't see it then. I mean, you didn't need... You didn't need... Uh, to be honest, I didn't pick it up until until last well, last night, whenever I watched the film. Uh, but I, I think you didn't need an HD to notice I, I, You know, there's a lot going on, right? It, it, it's, a, it's a very short clip. You reckon you do? You reckon... It's two seconds, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's less, even less than that. But you know, you, it, it's 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 not even that. It's something that I never really yeah. pay attention to it when you know when they not not just not just when they bend the the ticket when they bend the ticket, but also the fact that, that on the scene the day after when they just give the tickets to each mm-hmm. one of them, right? Do all have the tickets? I never really put two and two together. No, to me be neither. Because I never really noticed yeah. the ticket. Um, for me, the one thing that I notice, which I'm surprised that I never really pay attention to, is the um, the um, fourth wall break uh-huh. when that he looks at the camera a lot more than than I remember. Okay. Uh, I I remember the the when he goes crazy and looks at the camera when he's shouting because he's scared and looks at the camera, but I don't remember the 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 some of the other scenes where he has actually you can see you can tell that on purposely he's looking at the camera 
Because it's part of the scene. It's what the well, scene. Not even like you. It's not a you know blindly obvious when he goes. I make my family disappear. Yeah, yeah. No, there's all these things that I never really pay attention to him looking at the camera while saying those things, mm. as in talking to you, talking to us. Yeah. Which was an is it was a nice call it surprise whatever. It's, it's nice when you watch a film that you've seen a lot of times and you still kind of pick things up. Because he makes it kind of new, even though you know what's happening next. Yeah, and this is this this is why it's my favorite Christmas film. Is because it's the gift that keeps on giving. Thank you to your point. Yeah. I did. I do. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that has at this point that has to be the jingle. I'm telling you, that has to be the jingle at this point. At okay. this point, it's just gonna be bells ringing. Ring, 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 uh, this, this this is a very quote happy film, you know. I'm and by that I mean I'm very happy to to reel off quote after quote after quote after quote from this film. Give me a couple quotes. Um, oh, I, I don't know why, but I I thought of Home Alone too. But uh, get out of here, you nosy Parker. Wait. wait. <laughs> what? Did you just say like? I'm gonna slap you, silly. Um, what? Or a a cheese pizza? A cheese pizza. That- no, obviously, obviously, the go-to, the go-to is uh, from, from from the angels with the yeah, filthy souls. So. I always remember. Funnily enough, I uh, always remember the one from Home Alone too because it says "Merry Christmas and Happy New Year." Yeah, but I never remember the keep the change one, which is the original. Yeah, I think it goes something like this: like, who is it? It's me, snakes. <laughs> oh, wait, I <laughs> snakes. Why have I forgotten the rest of it? I got the stuff. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. But what about my money? What money? AC says, you had some stuff for me. No, no, wait. Oh, wait. How much do I owe you? AC says 10%. Too bad AC ain't in charge no more. <laughs> and so on and so forth. That was, that was, that was more for, uh, for, for, for my own enjoyment more than anything. You, yeah, that can't make the episode. That can't make the episode because I, I can't remember the rest of it. And it's not, it, my brain once again has failed me. I thought you had a whole a, a plethora of uh, of quotes. Mom, I'm watching crap and eating ice cream. You better come out and stop me. Or uh, Buzz, I'm going through all your stuff. You better come out and pound me. <laughs> no, just like, what? <laughs> you better come out and pound me. <laughs> it was like, Buzz, your girlfriend is ugly. Woof. <laughs> Oh, it's and good. So, it's a good film. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great. Film. It's a great. Makes film. me want to. Makes me want to watch Home Alone too, even though it has Trump in it. Oh yeah. Don't want to get too political. Yeah. I forgot yeah, about yeah. that. I know what you mean. Do I need to even ask you what would you rate this film? No, you don't. Because it's a solid twenty-five. Yes. Out of ten. Twenty-five. Twenty-five out of ten. Twenty-five being the twenty-fifth day. Well, I actually, you know, I to be honest, I, I didn't even think about it that way. So yes, I guess it is because it's Christmas Day, so you get twenty-five out of ten. So is is it is is it? Would you say it's a masterpiece? Really? I think so. Yeah. You wouldn't just criticize objectively. It's not without its. 
I, I, I think there are. So you're basically basing the. You're basing the score on how much you like it, not necessarily how, how good a film it is. is. Yeah. But I think that's what we do anyway, right? That's what we have been doing. No, no, no that's fine. I was just, I wanted to, I just want a clarification mm. on that. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. No, I, I would, I would definitely give it a, I, yeah, nine. It's, it's, I don't think it's without its faults, though I can't think of it. No, any. I can't think and of it. And I, this is the first time you, you haven't brought up any issues, um, shortcomings. No, it's because I think I like it too much. I think that if I had to pick something just to be really, really, really picky is uh, how little time John Candy has in the film. Um, oh, I know. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, no, no idea. Poker, poker. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Ten, ten out of ten. Damn right. Wow. Um, what a great film and what a great review. If I if I do say so myself, covered a lot of ground there. Uh, but now we must move on to our writing section of this episode. Except that it's not a writing um section. It's a phone-in section this time. And, oh, uh, wow, really? Yes. We've gathered so much traction. From all over the world, by the way. That, um, yeah, from all over the world. And we've picked someone out who seems to be travelling on the A54 just down the road from where I live. So let's have, uh, let's open the line up to, uh, what's his name? Oh, I don't know his name. Uh, hello? Hello. Hello. Is this film compadres? Yes, Have it is. Right? Yes. Who are we speaking with? Oh, hello, hello. I've been waiting a month and a half. A month and a half. Okay. Oh. I'd like to say that I'm a huge fan of your show. Oh, that's Thank you so very great much. to hear. And uh, whom are we talking to? I am Baron Raphael von Klatt. The third. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you, Baron, Baron Raphael. I thought I'd take this opportunity call as I'm stuck in traffic on my way home for Christmas. Yeah! Merry Christmas! <laughs> Merry, Merry, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Where are you headed to? Sorry? What was that? Where are you going? Where am I going? Yeah, where are you going? Oh, right. Yes. I'm heading home for Christmas. Yes. Yeah, but specifically where, Baron Raphael? Right. Now, I'm in a jam in Crotchdale. Crotchdale? I've come to a complete Where's Crutchdale? Have you heard of Crutchdale, Ariel? Yes. Okay. And it's decorated with lovely bright lights and four balls and so joy. You're really painting a picture for us, Baron. Thank you. Anyway, here I am sending you a Merry Christmas and to ask you a question. Go for it. Ah, okay. Fire away. What would you buy Robert De Niro if you had him a secret Santa? What would I buy Robert De Niro if I had him for Secret Santa? That's Let's a good question. Um, what would you buy? What would we I don't buy know what Robert I'd buy. De Niro? Uh, what would you buy him, Ariel? I mean, me personally, I would buy him a framed picture of Al Pacino. Oh, just outside I could see a choir on the street. They're singing carols. Okay. Oh, how lovely. What a handsome man standing in the middle of them. He's wearing a red Christmas jumper. Wait! That's Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Don't you mean Harvey Keitel? Harvey Keitel. Keitel. I'm off the bus now. Bye. Well, that was um, that was a that was a strange one, wasn't it? I don't know what just happened. You said, um, do we need um, should we not do that again? I think you're lost for words. Also, 
Should we should we just pretend that should we just pretend that it didn't happen? What what do we do? No, it happened. Can't can't make that un unhappen. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening uh, to our Christmas episode. I hope you. What a strange man, right? What a strange. I'm sorry. I'm still a bit a bit shell shocked. Maybe he may maybe maybe it was a guy that he knew called Harvey Keitel. <laughs> what was that? Someone that neither of us know. Maybe. But that would have been like a strange. That would have been a strange coincidence. Yeah, it, maybe he. Maybe he forgot to hang up. Maybe he's just going. Is that is that Harvey Keitel? Is that Harvey Keitel? Somebody new. You'd be kicking yourself if it was Harvey Keitel, though. Well, I mean, I'm far away enough, so I'm like not really. Oh yeah, fair enough. Maybe he'll be. Maybe maybe Harvey Keitel was just recording on a direct line, uh, advert. Who knows? Perhaps. Like a Christmas edition. Yeah. On the A54. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, thanks everyone for, for tuning in to our, uh, tuning in anyway. <laughs> Is this like a radio? <laughs> thanks for listening to our Christmas special. Yes. Thank you very much. Uh, we hope you, you enjoyed it as much as we did as we all, we normally enjoy it, I guess for the most part. So we hope you enjoyed it too. And please don't forget to subscribe so you receive alerts and notifications for every episode when they come out. And we will... Which is fortnightly. Which is for... Thank you, Matt. Bi-weekly, which can also be said. No, bi-weekly is confusing. It's confusing. Bi-weekly means both twice a week and every other week. Okay, exactly. So they can just they can just take the pick. How, why, they can interpret it themselves. No, they can't take the pick because it's going to be bi-weekly, isn't it? It's going to be bi-weekly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you know what? Bye. <laughs> Just bye. Bye. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas and bye. bye. Oh, and Happy New Year as well, because we won't be. Yes. Uh, we'll, our next episode will be in 2021. How exciting! Oh yeah, yeah. 2021 Project Power. Bye. bye. Are we gonna be able to salvage anything from that? A bit about a boo, about a boo, about a boo.